miles apart geographically, like-minded philosophically. We love nerdy things, so we tap the wire to discuss them. Welcome to the latest episode of Tap the Wire and Document Talkies. That's right. Today is a crossover podcast episode, and I am joined by my esteemed co-host, Aaron. Or as you're going to hear me call her a lot tonight, Neri. <laughs> Aaron, how are you today? Doing pretty well. There was a show on Discovery last week called UFOs Declassified Live. And I'm forgetting the dude's name that was the host, but I should know it. But what was his name? Josh Gates. Josh, that's right, Josh. And and, yep. and while I'm at it, Josh looked like he put on a couple of pounds since the last time I seen him in anything. He, he really poured himself into that suit. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to talk about that and these latest UFO investigations or sightings that have been released by the government yes. and just sort of have a fun little ufo paranormally conversation <laughs> today so let me ask you what did you think of the show as a whole um well i i had to watch it in two parts because it was really long it was i i tuned in and i i looked at like the listing or anything and i'm just like oh there's gonna be this uh ufo declassified show on let's turn it on i thought maybe it was gonna be like an hour maybe an hour and a half two hours with commercials like tops and it was three hours so <laughs> i had to watch it over a couple of nights um but i thought it was really cool um because i'm not as you know like an expert on ufos i don't have a lot of hot takes a lot of crazy opinions or whatever but um i just just hearing it all laid out and all the experts that seems like you know fairly credible and just saying like how it is like okay this is what the report says and let's break it down so it felt like it was pretty accessible for someone who wasn't an expert um to kind of have an introduction more to these like newer the report like some of these newer sightings that i hadn't even really heard about so I enjoyed it. I was kind of surprised they didn't have the dude from Blink-182 in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Forget Maybe you just his couldn't get too. there. <laughs> well, you had the um, little video snippets. They did. So, you've seen those four videos that they showed... And mm -hmm. I'm assuming you're a believer in UFOs and aliens from other planets. Maybe not as such, but yes. I mean, clearly I know that UFOs and the new terminology, UAPs, are real because they're unidentified and clearly. Clearly, if something's an unidentified something, it's, it exists, you know, um, it's just unidentified. So it's not saying it's one thing or another, but clearly they do exist. And I do not think that we are alone in our entire universe. So those are two facts about me. And whether or not these are aliens, kind of like big shrug, like, well, I guess we don't know yet. <laughs> so, so you're being a lot... 
you're being a logical skeptic. You're you're admitting that it is possible, but you're not saying it's an alien because you can't see it. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, you know, I let's put it this way. It's like I I believe that we're not alone on the planet. I know. I I just I have. I don't know. I have the feeling that it's just an astronomical, overwhelming. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shoot, I hate when I do this. I can't think of the word. Um, like we Just can't, like be... Giorgio. It's aliens. What? <laughs> I said, be like it's... Giorgio, and say it's aliens. It's always it's aliens. It's, go... it's always aliens. Go ahead. No, um, we'll cut all this out. Um, let's see. What's the word that I'm looking for? Um, oh. Dan is um, great. Is that the word? <laughs> Dan is great. <laughs> uh, no, I'm so far off track. Um, I'm sorry. The, ch- the chances of us being the only life forms in the universe, I think, is astronomically small. I we'll agree. say that. And you know, because I've shared this story with you before, and people that listen to the podcast have heard that I saw something when I was 14 that I call a UFO, but do I know it was an alien? No, I don't, but I know it it wasn't a helicopter or an airplane, too, so (laughs) it is what it is. So, uh, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Of the four... (laughs) The four videos they showed on that show, the Tic Tac video, the Russell video, which was the triangle one, the Omaha, mm-hmm. which is the one that went in the water, and then the one from the Theodore Roosevelt or the Gimbal video, which was sort of the one that was locked into the radar. What did you think of those? Did you think maybe they could be something else or do you think it was like misidentified just Um, off the top of your head yeah i mean there's always the chance that they're misidentifications but um you go to the you know the video and the audio and these you know um pilots who are clearly very um heavily trained and know and have seen all this you know they know how to work the equipment and they know all this stuff. It's like when they're genuinely surprised and genuinely in awe of what's happening and they don't know what's happening, it just kind of makes you say, oh, okay. Now, does that mean that they're not human and can't make mistakes or, you know, see some sort of optical illusion and think it's something else? No, but I definitely, when you hear them and they have that genuine surprise and like they don't know what's going on, that was, it was... You know, it makes you take a step back and say, okay, this is kind of a big deal. Um, but that now, being said, uh, you know. Of those four videos, was did you like one or any of them more than the other ones? Um, I did. Li- well, the ones, I think it was, it might have been a couple of these different kinds. They said that there was actually like a fleet of them. They were seeing, but like they could only lock on to one or something like that. 
And so when other people are seeing multiple of the same, um, that was another just like, oh, heck, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, the and I'm not USS, sure, yeah. The USS Russell was uh, the one where they got the the infrared, the flare, the mm -hmm. radar lock, and then they also filmed it from the ship too so there was three different versions of that one yeah yeah so the people the that are saying the people that are saying oh well it was just um a radar malfunction or this or that it's like but we have all these different like layers of different um you know things going on eyewitness and then also radar and then also you know just other like camera or whatever you know it's start getting all these layers stacked on each other and it gets to be like well can you disprove this as just like a glitch or a optical illusion type thing well plus they came out with there's been 144 or 43 uh military sightings for over the past what 15 years or something like that mm -hmm. radar locks or something so if the radars are malfunctioning 143 times, I think we have a bigger problem than if that's a UFO. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Somebody better contact the, the, the plane manufacturer and, and, and check out their warranty or something. I don't know. <laughs> Lame joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so going back to the show, what did you think of the four... Well, five main guests that they had on there, George Knapp, Jeremy Corbell, Nick Pope, and Jim Senevin, if I'm saying his name right. Well, I had not even, that was my first time seeing, like, most or all of those people. So it was just kind of like more or less their titles or what different um, um, experience they'd had this far that I was kind of um, paying more attention to. But I think a lot of them were really, I mean, they were, you know, just straightforward. And even though some of them, like they have a title, you know, they weren't like trying to play it, you know, super cool or whatever. They were kind of sharing in the awe of everything <laughs> along with everyone else. So it was kind of, kind of different. Like they, they weren't really throwing off this air of like, oh, we know exactly what's going on and what, you know, they're all just kind of in the same boat as us trying to figure out what these are well george knapp was kind of the reporter that blew up the whole area 51 thing in the late 80s early 90s whenever it was okay. so that's kind of where, where where he got his name from and he's not to be cruel to the guy because he does seems like he does he honestly wants to investigate these but he does kind of go off on the deep end with some of the conspiracy theories on occasion but he <laughs> kind of kept himself reined in on this show i thought and then nick pope is used to be a, in the ministry of defense in england as part of their hidden or whatever private secret ufo <laughs> investigation program so i've seen him a ton i've seen george knapp a ton and they always seem to have a lot to say 
Yeah, but I kind of no. liked how. <laughs> I was just gonna say I kind of like how Nick at the like the very end they were like, well, wrapping up. Um, you know, was like, what do you think it is? Maybe this isn't the right time to bring this up, but I just thought about it. <laughs> um, and he says, oh, what do you think, you know, of all this? And he's like, it could be something we literally have never thought of before. Like, not even alien. Like, who knows? Like, and so it really just opens up, you know, it, like, you literally think aliens, but then again, it's like, you don't know everything that exists. Um, you know what I mean? Like, even if it is aliens, it could be something completely different than the aliens that, you know, we think of when we say aliens. Um, you know, so what we know is a very small amount of the knowledge that's available. So that really kind of blew my mind when he said that. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it could literally be anything. So It could be for people that don't know in conjunction with this podcast we also do this fun little polling thing on facebook that we just ask dumb questions and surveys and stuff and i asked the people in that group about you know aliens and ufos and one of the people replied kind of something similar to that saying that there, I should bring it up, but I'm going to try to do it off memory, which is going to be a mistake. And uh, <laughs> it was actually Rob. I'll give Rob credit for it. Rob said they're time travelers that came back from the future or the past or something. I'm like, huh, that's a yeah. different way to think about it. Yeah. Uh, huh. So going sidetracked, one of the things they kind of covered in that show was they talked about Hollywood working hand in hand with the government to create all these UFO things to sort of, for whatever reason, cloud the, the, the society or whatever. Do you buy any of that or? I, I don't really buy into any of that. I, um, yeah. No, not <laughs> that seems a little too a little too far fetched, a little too conspiratory for what I think people I guess could actually even pull off. I mean, you know. And maybe maybe they have tried it to some extent, but or something or thought about it or I don't know, but I I don't think that's a big uh player in this whole scenario. I don't either, because what's the What's the point of doing it? Just, I mean, if they're trying to get us scared of aliens or get us acclimated to aliens arriving on Earth, and yeah, movies kind of like, go both sides, like they said on the show. You got soft and fuzzy ET, and then mm -hmm. you have Independence Day. So, what side are we supposed to? <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't seems to really add up in any sort of way <laughs> that that's something that's happening. Not to mention they, they also mentioned in the show about Hollywood creating the, the standard disc shape of UFOs in the fifties. I'm like, now wait a minute. This is where my <laughs> lifetime of being a UFO buff was like, wait a minute. UFOs, <laughs> Modern UFOs started in the 30s and 40s 
what are you talking about UFOs in the 50s for? <laughs> You're like, but actually. Because, <laughs> yeah, because Roswell was in 47. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Arnold, which was the the person that, that gave the that created the term flying saucer when in Washington when he saw seven objects while he was flying his plane and said they were like saucers skipping on the water. That's where flying mm-hmm. saucers came from. That was all in the in the mid nineteen forties, so and I can go on about that, but I, I won't bore everybody. <laughs> now there is another show on Discovery that if you're interested in sort of the Roswell thing that just started that's called Roswell Case Closed or something like that. Oh, and they okay. use they use modern lie detector AI and set it up against some of the taped interviews of people that were in Roswell since they're all dead now. And uh, mm. yeah. But they, they, they put the AI in, on the video screen and it says whether, you know, they're telling the truth or they're lying or whatever. It's, it's So far, it's been pretty interesting. Huh. So if you're interested yeah. in Roswell, check it out on Discovery. It's called Roswell Case Closed or something like that. Stars or The host is Ben Hansen, which people might remember him from a bunch of paranormal stuff, too. Now. Okay. My my next question, I guess, was, do you think that the government has known about UFOs since Roswell and is keeping it from the public, or do you think that's a whole conspiracy creation for the past 70 years? Um, or, or a little bit oh, of both? Yeah, almost, almost a little bit of both. I mean... Overall, you think, you know, they're kind of as confused as a lot of us. I mean, you have to think, no one has all the answers. So, you know, maybe someone, they, you know, generally thought it was this. And so that got leaked and then it was disproven. But then everyone's like, oh, no, they're covering it up. Like it kind of, it's just a tumbleweed of, you know, misinformation or like a bad game of telephone or something like that. Like could go on. But I know, like, then, um, was it, uh, um, was it Roswell or Area 51 where they actually, um, they were kind of using, I think it was Area 51 where they were, um, using it to test like a, a spy plane. And then they, they were like, well, people are really interested in this UFO thing. So we'll just keep on kind of not, not dismissing that and let them kind of think about that. And it was kind of like a distraction from this plane they were developing or whatever. So they kind of like played into it, I think, a little bit for that. Just kind of like, oh, yeah, we'll just distract them. We'll let them. We won't distract them like actively, maybe. But we'll let them just, you know, think it's this maybe. And it'll just um, distract them from these other top secret things that we're doing. (laughs) Kind of like a smoke and mirrors thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh. I think it was Nick Pope that said on that show, maybe it's a case of the old magician's trick with, you know, he's got you paying attention to one hand while he's doing the the actual magic trick, sleight of hand in the other. Yep. (laughs) Well, one thing I will say about Area 51 and 
this would never live up in a court because it's second slash third hand, but people always talk about if Roswell was real, they took the the UFO from Roswell to Area 51, which isn't true because Area 51 wasn't built until the 1950s. But the theory is they took it to Wright-Patterson Field in Ohio, if it's true. Now, here's where mm-hmm. you can believe believe me or don't believe me. This is coming from my father because my uncle was in the Air Force and was actually stationed in Wright-Patterson in Ohio. Wow. Wow. And, and my father claims that though my uncle never physically seen the UFO, people told him it was there. <laughs> so oh. take take that for what you will. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cool story. I barely remember my uncle because he died when I was really young, but uh, apparently since... But just something interesting that I always thought was cool for Dan's lame little itty bitty piece of history on this earth. I can say <laughs> I'm I'm third hand away from the Roswell story. Kinda, sorta, not really. Kinda sorta. So did your but dad I'm roll believe with it. Did your dad believe your uncle or did he kinda write him off or was he like believing My him? dad I think my dad did. My dad wasn't the wasn't a man of many words, but I think he did without saying he did. So, if that makes any sense. <laughs> he never said he did, but he never said he didn't. Right. <laughs> now, you're you're more space science-y than I am. Did you like the fact that the show had Dr. O on there to sort of... Yeah put a science side on the show yeah i he was great dr o now your co the co-host which you you called your girl in our text conversations <laughs> but um i was kind of like her a little, couple of times because he got going so fast i'm like oh slow down <laughs> because <laughs> my brain can only suck in so much <laughs> What did you think about what he had to say? Because he didn't ever really say no, but he right. never would say, He's... yeah, it's a UFO. <laughs> yeah, his big thing was like, we don't have all the data, you know. We don't, I can't make a, you know, I can't really make a big announcement without all the data. We have to get this data and analyze the data and stuff, which I guess now there's going to be what, like, um, a more, I guess, for lack of a better word, scientific way to collect data and to organize it and to, I guess, whatever, chart it all out and get it recorded. So maybe that'll help. Um, I mean, if nothing else, it's legitimatizing the whole, the whole thing. Which, what do you think about the whole rebrand from UFO to now um, unidentified aerial phenomenon, U- UAP? You think that's weird or? I mean, it is because I've grown up 
calling them UFOs my entire life. So I guess I have to get used to it. But as I just stated, they used to call them flying saucers mm-hmm. before UFO became a word so or be, became a phrase. So I suppose it's just something we're going to have to to get used to. Yeah, I mean, some people like on Twitter were saying, oh, they're they're calling it this now because they're trying to legitimatize it because they're trying to brace us for actual aliens. And they're they're trying to like, I think just the, the connotation with the, you know, the phrase UFO or uh, unidentified flying object with the little green men aliens is, is strong. So maybe they're just trying to break that down a little bit. And I actually like, be- okay, this is now like a military term and we're taking it seriously and, you know. So. I actually kind of buy that a little bit because they sort of mentioned that on the show that UFO has so much of a stigma to it. Yeah. That, you know, official governmental documents and what don't want to put quote-unquote science fiction-y lingo in it, so they need to come up with a a more I don't know Fifth Avenue, more top I don't forget the word I'm looking for, but more official language to it, so Yeah, yeah I'm sure eventually I'll catch on and just start calling them UAPs and (laughs) <laughs> then somebody will come up with something different. <laughs> now, one other thing I wanted to read from our survey, which is sort of a different angle, because I asked people what, if they thought their UFOs, misidentified aircraft, you know, other countries' aircraft spying on us, mm-hmm. other... I don't know, Tic Tacs, whatever. Anyways, one person, Lewis, wrote, and I kind of want to see what you think about this. I'm going to read it verbatim here. Lewis, I believe what the Bible says. Ezekiel saw in the heavens a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Not a spiritual thing. It records it as being from God. As well as Elijah being taken up in a chariot of fire, Again, some sort of craft, once again, sent by God to collect a prophet. Long story short, there is a there are definitely UFOs of another realm. Angels or demons, they are aliens to us. Ooh, Thoughts? angels or demons. Interesting. So the wheel, the wheel inside a wheel would just be kind of like a like this is like a in the sky like kind of a spinning uh is this what i i'm not well versed in the bible so i don't know this so <laughs> <laughs> clearly what he's actually talking about i'm assuming it's some sort of you know um i mean i, I have heard the phrase ezekiel saw the wheel taken from the bible before but that's as far as my knowledge goes oh okay <laughs> um so, yeah, I guess I don't really know exactly. I can't, like, visualize that exactly. But the whole angel and demons thing is a cool, I mean, that's a really, it's, it opens your mind up to, again, like, this could literally be something we are not expecting it to be. 
So that's cool. I mean, because it's interesting to think like you brought up earlier about maybe they're not aliens from another planet in our universe or maybe they're from another dimension or angels or demons for lack of a better term or even like Rob said time travelers if that exists and they're not wearing a Castleton t-shirt so (laughs) (laughs) but what if they are (laughs) (laughs) hi I'm Bob Evil (laughs) MST3K is really just a prophecy for UFOs (gasps) hey maybe it is (laughs) yeah <laughs> the sky is and, the limit and and we are crowdfunding to keep that that work going so yep <laughs> <laughs> doing the good work i think we are <laughs> so they brought up the, the the point and i don't know if i really believe this this kind of goes into the conspiracy theory aspect in the one video, the the USS Omaha, where they said the the UAP, see, I said it right this time, went into the water, and people talk about submersible objects that have bases and stuff underwater, and I was like, eh. <laughs> now you're getting a little science fictiony for me. Yeah, um, that does seem it does seem like. People would have maybe seen something like that. I know there's there's bodies of water that no one has seen the bottom of, but it still it seems a little bit more on the otter side of of things. I mean, you think of just the the atmosphere and then the, just into the galaxy, into the rest of the universe. I mean, that's just so vast. And so maybe it's just easier to think about stuff just coming from there and then, but you know, originating from, not originating from, but like being in a base underwater and then having to come up and out of the water. It just seems like, yeah, we, there would be photos. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there would be more evidence. Sorry, I'm laughing. You just made me think of a Futurama reference <laughs> when they went had to take their spaceship down at the bottom of the ocean and professor farnsworth says we're at 20 atmospheres right now and fry says well how many atmospheres can the ship take and he's like well idiot it's a spaceship so somewhere between zero and one (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's my brain gets sidetracked sometimes (laughs) something shiny No problem. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked before we started recording about the Oumuamua, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Asteroid or whatever it is. And you're, like I said earlier, you're more of the the space nerd than I am. So (laughs) that's, that's the first time I'd ever heard about that. Had you heard about that before this show? I had heard about it. Um, I remember reading an article about it with one of the um, women that works um, with one of those giant, you know, telescopes. And I can't remember the name of it right now, but one of those giant observation uh, facilities. 
and saying about how they basically just caught this almost um they didn't really even get to observe it for very long but um they did get you know some information you know about it you know down and i think they originally thought that maybe it was a comet or something but then it was like they um they figured out like the way it was moving you know wasn't um wasn't right and it was like the aspect ratio was ruled it out as being like an asteroid or a comet and so they didn't really know what it was and so yeah it was just you know i was reading that article and i'm just like oh, crap like what is this <laughs> and um so yeah when they brought it up i was kind of like oh cool we're gonna hear more about this um and then they said something like it was almost like way thinner than they thought originally it was almost like a sail type thing and i was just wow this is really this is really really cool but it's strange because it's like rock but they're like oh but it's so thin it's like a sail and it's like the sun's energy is pushing it or and i don't know i just think it's really cool again i'm no expert on any of this but <laughs> um maybe it was the uh the planet from and i'm forgetting the mystery science theater episode where the guy gets shrunk on the planet with all the oh and then they have the honey bunches of oats a fan, um, yeah, yeah, the Phantom <laughs> Planet or something like that. Yes, yes, Phantom Planet. <laughs> Honey bunches of oats. Yeah, they're little asteroids. Or... <laughs> I said they look like honey bunches of oats. <laughs> <sighs> See, I'm not the only one that gets sidetracked, but it is what it is. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of a weird thing for them to stick in that show because it didn't really fit into what they were talking about it's like okay we need a little bit of science or something here to let dr o go off for five minutes but. Uh, yeah i mean i guess some people think that it might it was possible that it was some sort of just because of like the shape or whatever it was some sort of like receiver picking up like other like you know signals from things that like ufos have already dropped or something like that i mean i think people are kind of trying to tie it in because I mean, it's it's not really kind of it's kind of an un unidentified flying object, but yet not really. So I think they just kind of threw it in there because it is such a cool thing. And I think I just had a brain fart because I said I didn't know which telescope. I'm pretty sure it's in Hawaii because that's the name's Hawaiian, so that makes sense, right? It was in Hawaii. I don't know what that was named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I was remember reading that was they named it after um, something Hawaiian because they had seen it uh, at one of the uh, observatories in Hawaii. Anyway, that was my brain fart from earlier. I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> so being interested in UFOs, is there a case that has always interested you throughout your life? Well, they're all outside of the ones that you can tell the people are just kind of off their rockers and talking about just like anyone that has an eyewit, like a, a credible sounding, you know, plausible type, you know, eyewitness, anything that has an eye. Like I was telling you before we started, um, I just watched a show about the um, I think it was Berkshire um massachusetts and they had different people within the same 
county or smaller town and they all had different accounts of what happened and some of those were actually um, reporting that they were woke up in a hangar um, briefly but then they lost they all lost like big chunks of time and they all saw basically the same thing and reported the same thing and all these people are talking about it and I just you know stuff that just comes together like that and you're like well the only other explanation to any of this is that they all got together and decided to lie about it, which is a com something that could completely happen. But then you're just kind of like, but, you know, to what ends, really, you know? Um, so it just makes you think about, oh, you know, how many I mean, people is... have to come forward with stories before you're just like, well, okay, I mean, maybe this happened. <laughs> I mean, there is such a thing as a group lie. I mean, look at the last oh, yeah. few years. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Did I say that in the air? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, 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 back it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there. I but clearly, because, there is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such there, a thing as a, a group lie. I will be the first person to admit there's way more fabrication in the paranormal then there's actual paranormal stuff happening because people just want to want their five minutes of fame i suppose is the best way to put it so yeah you, you kind of have to weed through the the chaff so to speak to to get to something yeah. that might actually be real yeah, but when you hear a good one, like I think this was a good one, and it was an un one of the newer Unsolved Mystery um, episodes from the past couple of years, if anyone was interested in looking it up. Um, I forget. I think it's just called Berkshire UFO. But um, yeah, one of the... Um, well, they all seem you know, like credible, and they're, they're it's, e even if they're lying, it's entertaining. Let's put it that way. Like Even if they were like, oh, this would be cool <laughs> to say, it's like, well, that who came up with that? That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good so you know i think it's interesting either way but um i won't give away too much more in case anyone else wants to watch it but well i mean there's for... stuff like the phoenix the phoenix lights that is hard to to fake even though they muffled it i mean so many people in arizona saw those things in 1998 but it got ridiculed yeah. so much by officials that people's like fine whatever <laughs> right like i mean it, you know how how has the public's reaction to these things just you know shaped what how people are well i saw this thing i'm not going to say anything and then on the show they're like oh we want you um the, the ufos to classify live they were like we want you to send us your videos or whatever you know now they're using it as like actual like military evidence oh sure you know if it's you know it's so it's kind of crazy how everything's kind of done this, uh, you know, hundred degree or hundred eighty degree turnaround, and they're like, "Oh no, send us right. them. We'll look at them." <laughs> well, so. Chris Chris Carter made a good comment on there in his little bit that he was on there talking about how Hollywood has so much better CGI than these naval ships and these airplanes do mm -hmm. and i've been thinking about that for quite a while since the internet blew up people are putting all these 
UFO sightings on there. And I'm like, do you know how easy that is? Even for somebody like you or I sitting at our computer to create now. Yeah. yeah. So who knows what's real and what isn't. So it's guess you got to believe what you believe. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's a if there's something that you don't know about, one that I think has always been one of my favorites that you want to look into, look up the Rendlesham Forest UFO from 1980. And it was actually a U.S. military base in England where a UFO landed in a forest, and they actually have audio recordings of them out there witnessing yeah. it. It's very cool because the, the leader, which I'm forgetting if he was a colonel or a major or whatever, but he, you could tell by his voice, he's like, wow, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And it's like, you could tell he's not like being all prim and proper military guy. He's like yeah. taken aback by what he's seen. Yeah. And that's kind of how, like, on the show, they were all the, you know, the pilots and stuff. It's like, they almost call it, like, breaking character. Like, you know, they're always just, like, trying to keep everything analytical and even and, you know, make sure they're communicating everything appropriately in the correct term. And then it was almost like they were breaking character when they saw these things. They were so taken aback. So that sounds like similar. I'm going to look that up. I mean, kind of like you and I on our podcast, we never break character. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i think our our character is broken i think is how that works <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> just broken <laughs> broken-minded people but no i um that sounds yeah so that it's just audio of the uh the one in england it's just audio the one in england i mean they that don't they have uh, I think they have like some still pictures, but they don't have any video. Oh, okay. Okay. But you could probably on Amazon or or whatever streaming service you have, you could probably find some documentary that talks about Rendlesham Forest or Bentwaters, if they want to call it that. That was the Air Force Base. But it's yeah. interesting. I, I mean, I could sit here for three hours boring you about cases that I think are cool, but that's not <laughs> why we're here today. <laughs> so that's overall, another. our survey, which I think had, I don't remember how many responses to it, but it was like 90% of the people that responded believe that UFOs are alien spacecraft as opposed to other items okay do you do you think that's accurate of society or do you think that was more of the people that answer our polling group um i don't know i think that um the polling group might be a tad bit biased if they're all friends of your (laughs) friends of yours because you might have um collected these people from your you know you're paranormal and whatever. Um, but I think that the real public, I don't think the, the actual whole scope of the public is really that far off of that. I mean, that seems a little bit high maybe, but it always seems like there's more than 10% of people that are just like, this is all crazy. UFOs don't, aren't a thing. Aliens don't exist. It's nuts. Y'all are crackpots. Um, 
that's for some reason that seems like it's more than 10% of the population. But then there's a lot of people like me that are like, look, I'm not saying it's aliens. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's but not it's aliens. aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, even then me, just like, I saw something. I can't say it was an alien, but I can't right. say that it wasn't either. I mean, they right. didn't come and in, in anal probe me or anything. So. <laughs> right. So that's kind of, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that fall in that. Well, okay. I'm, it might be alien. I'm not saying that for sure that's what I think. Because I think a lot of people really need to see. And I'm probably me included. They're going to like show me the, the proof and the pudding. Like, yeah, here's these. But to say for sure that it's aliens. Um, even though I'm a believer that we're not alone in the universe, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just a lot. It's a big, a biggish leap. And I'm not saying that it's not something that I believe because I am, I want to, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I want to believe. Um, and I'm just waiting for something to show me like, yes, here we go. And I'm primed for it, but I'm not quite, quite there. So let me put you on the spot here before we wrap up your, your husband, Patrick, he had a comment on this poll that said, where's the option for not enough evidence or undecided? Is that where he stands? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're probably kind of in the same, in the same boat. So that's pretty much how I, um, how I'm looking at it too. So I guess we're kind of cut from that same cloth. Yeah. So you're undecided. You need to be out fishing with Tesla and have a UFO fly over the lake yeah. or the pond where you're fishing. And you're like, okay, they're real. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never had a sighting myself. So that might be just what I need. Show it to me, universe. <laughs> I would love to have one. Um, I mean... It definitely gets you more interested in the subject when it happens. I can attest to that. Right. Yes. I'm. There is no doubt, I'm sure. So, and I'm interested anyway, but to have that happen, it would probably be like, okay, I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the sign me up for its aliens. Let's do this club. Probably so any that final, any final thoughts about the, the show or the videos that they talked about on the shows before we wrap up? Um, well, um, well, one thing I'll ask you a question, how, um, how, what are the chance, let's say this, what do you think the chances are of it being some like, um, technology from Russia or China that we don't know about some sort of like hypersonic new technology or weapon or something that they're testing? I would say if it's a foreign power that there's just as much of a case that it could also be ours because I don't think they really have anything that we don't have or vice versa for that matter. I don't think we have much of anything that Russia or China doesn't have. So, Because right. the science could... would leak out. You think it would be the powers that be wouldn't it would somehow get out. <laughs> I guess something I mean, like just, that. Just take World War II, for instance. When Germany fell, what was the first thing the United States did was they went in and, and grabbed all of those scientists and, like, 
you're coming to work for us now. Yeah. So, and then look yeah. what happened. <laughs> wow. And that's, that, that's kind of my one thing that I go back to, which I should have said earlier, but I didn't. People say, well, why are UFOs showing up now when they haven't been here for, you know, thousands of years before? Well, A, they have been here for thousands of years before, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But (laughs) (laughs) um, what happened in 1945? We exploded a nuclear bomb. Mm -hmm. If there are beings from another planet observing us and are they see that and are like whoa <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe we need to check this out whoa and i'm not saying it's that's what happened or happening but it just seems strange that a lot of these ufo sightings are in roswell which was the five home of the 509th which was the place where the two atomic bombs from World War II came from and they're over all these military installations and whatnot. So yeah. just saying you, you can take point A to point B and make a straight line <laughs> or you can go from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E and make a squiggly line and look like a crackpot. So it's all up to everybody to decide. <laughs> Well, I, I'm pretty much with you in that I don't really think that any foreign power has anything that far advanced of what we would have. And I think that if if the government is now, you know, the Pentagon and Congress is involved in all this stuff, and it's like, would they really be doing that if this was, would, wouldn't they be trying to get people to not be interested in it if this was something that they were trying to actually keep secret that's a, you know like one of our you know, government secret projects, it seems like, you know, and a lot of the expert um, panelists on the show were kind of just like, well, I think the chances are very, very low. So maybe that was kind of like, their, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not us, but it might be us. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't, I don't really think personally, I don't really think that that, um, that the government is actually actively hiding anything from us as far as oh this is our top secret thing and you know um so i don't really think that it's any i don't think that it's really any, our government or any other government thing it's something natural something not of this world something we don't even know what it is um but yeah i just wanted to get your your take on the whole foreign um foreign technology so aspect like- we kind of agree on that a little bit. It's like, you, did you not say that you kind of thought that the foreign governments would have the same technology as we do predominantly? Yeah, I mean, more or less. Yeah, I mean, something like that big, that something like that our Navy pilots can't even fathom, you know, as far as we don't understand what's even happening over here. I mean, that just seems kind of like that kind of a leap seems like it it wouldn't be possible to pull out <laughs> yeah it's not like we're sitting here working with windows 10 and russia has yeah. windows xp still or whatever or windows <laughs> 95 <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, something like that. We're still on the same, like, basic (laughs) physics. I mean, because a lot of these people are like, we would have to rewrite physics to have what's happening with this craft make sense. So, you know, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't think that other countries have figured out how to rewrite physics. We'll say that. I don't either, but here, and my only issue with physicists, some of them, not all of them, are they're like, these are the laws of physics. I'm like, well, maybe there's laws that you don't know about yet. Well, exactly. So you can't put a, a wall up and say this is as much as we can learn. Right. Because you're damn sure going to find out that that wall is going to fall and there's all sorts of stuff behind that wall that you didn't know anything about. Right. Which is think, which, you know, physicists trying to come up and write this like grand theory of everything and I'm just like okay that's cool but what (laughs) to what ends I mean because something's going to come along and blow it up like as soon as you think you have it it's kind of like their holy grail I guess but um yeah so and not all you know physicists know everything and physics isn't an all-inclusive you know Law, well, so. I always always use the example of take an airplane and go back 500 years, and what are people going to think of that? They're going to think that was impossible. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not impossible. It happened. So <laughs> keep an open mind, folks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you. That just needs to be our new podcast. You come on and you talk for fifty-five minutes, and then I come on at the end and I'll be like, "Yeah, what Dan said." <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the the little '90s chest bump thing too with the yeah <laughs> with your fist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a fun conversation. I I don't know if I I entertained you enough, but. You said you wanted to listen to me rattle while I rattled for 55 minutes, so. Yeah, no, no. I did a fair amount of rattling, and I am no expert at any of this, so. uh, Nobody's an expert, well. Well, no, but I don't even pretend to know. (laughs) Speaking of podcasts, how's the, uh, the viewing of the 10 coming along? The what? Your 10th Doctor review. Oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't hear you. I was just like, but what? Um, we <laughs> were watching up to, I think we have only like a third of the way into the 10th Doctor's like second season at this point. And stuff happened. Life happened. I got off of the track and hopefully we'll get back on it. That's fine. Sooner or later. Just... And um, yeah, because that would be an interesting one to do for sure. And I know, I think I um, heard Patrick say something about a certain companion um, <laughs> and that I agree with. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Later. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't like Rose, I don't love <laughs> Rose, but she's not the worst ever. Believe me. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm that's another a... podcast. Thank you, Erin. This has been a fun conversation. Thank Anything you. Anything we'll talk about next time? 
Uh, next time we still have uh, we still have our Doctor Who uh, rewatch. Was that going to be a roundtable? See if we can get some more people in on that one. Yeah, I'll get Sanchez to join us for it. If you're interested in seeing any of the UFO videos we talked about on this podcast, go to YouTube and look up the Tic Tac video, the USS Russell, the USS Omaha, or the USS Theodore Roosevelt, or the Gimbal UFO footage. Or if you have Discovery, just check out the show UFOs declassified live and you'll see what we were talking about on the show we'd love to hear your feedback let us know on facebook or twitter at tap the wire or document talkies and until next time be kind be respectful to one another and keep looking to the skies folks